0: Welcome to One Drink, a podcast where we talk about one topic for one drink. I'm Matthew. And I'm Oliver. And today we are talking about Rochester, New York. Yes. Our hometown. Yep. Um, history facts. Yep. Um,
1: you know, just every cool thing about our city, Rochester, New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we you know we highlighted on some big stuff. We got some cool history for you guys. Yeah, um, it's gonna be a cool show. Yeah, know? I mean we both hail from here. Oh yeah! You know we both love this city. I've moved away and then moved back. Um, <laughs> Can't get you away. Know, started a family here, so you know figure we might as well throw out some love. Oh yeah, to our city. And there's a lot of cool things I didn't know. Dude, I didn't know probably ninety percent of the stuff. Yeah. That I looked up. There's way. Cooler things that have come out of here and no, yeah. happened here than I ever really knew. So when I read some of this stuff, I'm like, yeah, that's my city. You know right. what I mean? Like I was getting all pumped for it. So <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked for this. One. <clears throat> all right, so we're gonna start
0: right in the beginning. Yeah, uh, November eighth, eighteen o three. A um, hundred acre tract in western New York along the Genesee River was purchased by Colonel Nathaniel Rochester. Uh, Major Charles Carroll and William Fitzhugh, um in <clears throat> of Hagerstown, Maryland.
1: So, you know the strip along the river there? Yep. That's where Rochester all began. And they bought that. So it's funny, so when Rochester became a city, it had a population of fifteen people. That's it. That was the the origins of Rochester. Wow. Yeah. And it's
0: funny too because um, you know, Nathaniel Rochester, the name. Yeah. And if you're from here, Fitzhugh Street. Yeah dawn um, on me when I'm reading it I was like I've been on that
1: street yep didn't even know I bet you people that live on that street don't even know <laughs> yeah, no. well they do now so yep. if anybody on Fitzhugh is, is watching this yeah. and then
0: in uh, 1817 the village of Rochesterville was formed by the Brown Brothers nice and then shortened later thank, on thank road. god live in Rochesterville
1: right <laughs> loser <laughs> right <clears throat> yeah alright so my first fact, uh, the man who invented the calculating machine, okay. uh, which is now more complex and known as the calculator, mm. is from Rochester. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That was, I, I just you know, use something that people use <laughs> on a daily basis across the world. <laughs>
2: yes. You know what I
1: mean? Started off in our little town here. And um, I just used uh, mine the other day. Yeah. I use mine every single day. Oh, yeah. I pull out the one on my phone. That's great. Also, the inventor of breakfast cereal... James Ooh. Caleb Jackson uh, is from the Rochester area. Uh, his masterpiece was called Granula, and it had to be soaked overnight to wow. be eaten. Ooh. Yeah. So not the modern-day yeah. equivalent of cereal, which, you know, everybody eats every single day. But I, the first <clears throat> breakfast cereal. I, I love to eat cereal. What's your... Give me your, top, give me your top three. Oh, Give me your top three favorite cereals. So, I love
0: Frosted Flakes. Okay. Yep. I love um, Cocoa Krispies. Oh, okay. And, man, that third one.
1: It's, t- it's tough to put three together.
0: It is. The third one, I
1: mean, I eat a ton of Cheerios. Yeah? They're kind of blah, but... The staple. staple cereal. Yeah. I'm um, Captain Crunch with berries. Okay. Okay. Um, Frosted Flakes. Yes. And Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But now, Apple Jacks, for me, is like a close contender with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like, I go back and forth. <laughs> if I have Cinnamon Toast Crunch, <laughs> then it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. If I have Apple Jacks, okay. then Apple Jacks is my third. So, third is back and forth, but yeah. cereals. Oh. Yep. Yeah, I still eat cereals. Yep. So, thank you, James Cain. you right from Jackson, Rochester, baby. From Rochester. Love Cheers it. to you, buddy. Um, so, 1847? Frederick Douglass publishes the North Star in Rochester. Yep. That was huge. Yeah. I grew up two and a half blocks away from where Frederick Douglass's house was. Yep. Right on South Ave. Yeah, that was, um he was amazing. Yeah. There's more to come about him, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um And in 1815, the University of Rochester. I didn't realize it was almost 200 years, it was over 200 years old. Yeah. Huh. And that school, I mean, it's. It's huge. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's as far as just medical goes, yeah. the medical field goes. I mean, it's one of the best colleges for the medical world in the country. I mean, Strong Hospital is always rated as one of the best, one of the best um, hospitals in the country. So, and I have visited there a couple times. Yeah, me too. Kidney stones, it's super. In, ooh, but they uh, were really good. You know, I don't think I've ever had anything done at Strong. No, I've never been a patient at Strong. No, oh, my surgeries have been a surprise. Right? I mean, I grew up a block away from Highland Hospital, though, so oh, which okay. is also part of view of our medicine, though. So true. Which my daughter was born there. And, yeah. So that place. Has been that around. place has been getting bigger and bigger as well. Yeah. Yep. All right. So here's a cool one, right? You <laughs> like sitting out by a campfire in the summer, of course. Like making s'mores. Yeah. All right. So check this out. So marshmallows <laughs> were first commercially produced here in Rochester. Come on. Yeah. Wow. Coincidentally, also. Graham crackers were developed by a local businessman from Rochester, uh-huh. basically completing the s'more. You know, you wow. got two, two-thirds of a s'more <clears throat> is from Rochester. How cool is
0: that, though?
1: Right. And
0: no matter what, when you go to a bonfire, regardless if it's for kids,
1: adults, yep. anything, what yep. do you get? S'mores. Always. Always. It's a, it's a staple for fire camping yeah should you have some s'mores at very least some marshmallows oh yeah at very least some marshmallows yeah. so yeah even though marshmallows weren't invented here they were first commercially produced here yeah, in yeah. rochester so wow it's, yeah it's pretty sweet so rochester is two thirds of a s'more you're welcome world. <laughs> you're that. welcome and you know every time now that i know this mm-hmm no matter where I go, camping. You're going to be like, hey, did you know? Did you know? Right away. And everybody's going to be like, who cares, man? Just give me another smother. I'm going to be like, I care, damn it. Rochester cares. The (laughs) whole city cares. (laughs)
0: Uh, So, um, 1916. This is huge for Rochester up here. Um, Walter and John Wegman... Uh, Learned the food business by working in their parent's store in Rochester. John peddled fresh produce from the push cart, and in 1916, he opened the Rochester Fruit and Vegetable Company, which became Wegmans Food
1: Market. Yep. I mean, I don't have to tell anybody watching this show what Wegmans is, what it is to the supermarket world. You know... If you're watching this and you haven't been to a Wegmans or you live in a place that doesn't have Wegmans, <clears throat> drive to a city that has a Wegmans yeah. and just go shopping. It's... I. <laughs> it people just Trying to explain what Wegmans is to people that don't know what it is is difficult because mm. they're like, oh, what is it? Oh, it's a grocery store. Uh, well, no, no, no. It's not just a grocery yeah. store. Like, it's an experience. Don't go on a Saturday <clears throat> afternoon... They don't go on a Sunday afternoon because it is a freaking zoo in there. And, you know, of course, whenever I need something Mm -hmm. from Wegmans, it's like a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon. And I don't think about it until I get in the store. And I'm like, oh, my God. But the staff is always phenomenal. You can't beat the quality of the stuff that you can get there. Oh, yeah, the food's and great. The variety of things that you can also find there is bar none. The produce is unbelievable, which makes sense since it started as a fruit and vegetable market, yep. which I didn't know. Um, and, you know, the, I mean, the, the meats are great. The bread is great. The It's a well-oiled machine. Yeah. From food to customer service to yeah. checking out. To Bring your credit card, bill, Everything. Going. Because... You, it's you, one of those places where you go in there For like a loaf of bread and some cheese mm-hmm. And you end up with You know a shopping cart and $300 <clears throat> Worth of stuff So yesterday Go in there I only needed six items mm-hmm. six.
0: six Wrote them down So yeah. like 25 bucks 25 bucks So I went My fruit salad Oh tink yep. tink 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 Oh, t- oh wait Tink tink
1: 100 hours later.
0: Two hundred and twenty dollars oh.
1: later. <laughs> For a guy that lives by himself. Uh. Two hundred twenty bucks. Oh my god! Loaded
0: up on everything. So I know where I'm
1: eating lunch today.
0: Yeah. So if anyone's hungry, <laughs> come on over. Oh, that's I know. Funny. I couldn't believe it. And then another cool one is um, in 1919. The Rochester Subway is set up, so um, here in Rochester we all know the subway from the yeah. graffiti and mm-hmm. taking the pictures and all that cool stuff. <clears throat> and um, and then in 1956 the Rochester Subway is abandoned and they stopped passenger service. Yeah, I've been down there. Super sketchy. Yeah, Super but I mean, sketchy. if you are from here, you have you know about it yeah. or you've gone and taken pictures down there or tried to.
1: Walk through it, or... Don't try to walk through it. I'm just (laughs) saying right now, don't try to walk through it, because it is... Yeah. Just don't. Just don't. You can go to the opening and take pictures and stuff. It's really cool. Just don't keep going. Yeah. So that's one of the... And a gun. Cool things about Rochester. Yeah. The old subway. Yep. All right. So in 1889, the voting machine... No. ...was invented in Rochester. Yeah. So you go in there, and you... You know... You cash your vote on the machine. That was invented in Rochester. It all starts here. I know. I'm telling you, man. It's awesome. Um, also, wow. the first gold tooth was oh, made boy. by a dentist in Rochester. Yes. Or by a Rochester dentist, I should yes. say. <clears throat> I, they offered me a gold cap
0: last mm-hmm. time I was at the dentist.
1: <laughs> and I was like, no. It's one of those things I... where you almost have to think about it for a quick second. You're like, ooh, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. 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 I was like, no. No. no, no. Just uh, but it would be good. But it was. But, the, but it's like, no. 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 No no. <laughs> no. no.
0: If it was like one of these, maybe. But it was the far. No one sees them. No box. one's gonna <laughs> see that <laughs> one yeah. anyway. <clears throat> so yeah, um, um, one of the wonderful people out of Rochester here, Susan B. Anthony. now yep. Her home here in Rochester was based of operations for the women's rights movements, and many more famous visited. <clears throat> um and stayed here. She was arrested in her living room after voting in the 18... Se- in eighteen seventy two presidential election. Women's rights to vote. Yeah. Damn voting machine. I know. Almost. I know the voting machine was almost invented <clears throat> by then too. Yeah. So yeah, and she's huge here at Mount Hope Cemetery. Oh yeah. Um every year when or when elections are here, everyone goes and
1: visits the site. Yep. Um so Yeah. Yeah, I grew up blocks away from my yep. home cemetery so i've been up i've been up where her, her and frederick douglas oh, yeah. both are so i've been i've been up to both and that cemetery is pretty sweet yeah you know side fun fact about that you know buffalo bill no yeah the guy in buffalo bill yeah his kids are buried at my really? home cemetery as well yeah yeah so
0: me and my friend renee we go and take pictures there sometimes mm-hmm. And it's just so huge, but when you actually stop and look at some of the tombstones and all that—oh yeah,
1: it's an old, old cemetery too. I mean, there are you got people that were born in the 1700s that are buried there. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's nuts. It's so cool. Yeah, some of the some of the tombstones are are so weathered that you oh, can't yeah. even you can't even make out anything anymore. Yeah, but it's cool to go back through because you can look up. Um, like, the uh, the directory mm-hmm. for this cemetery and oh, see, yeah, it, yeah. like, all oh, who's there. Yeah. And they give you a little map and show you where they are. and Yeah. But when you get into, like, the older section of yeah, it... Yeah, 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 because there is a... It's so cool <laughs> to just walk around there. I mean, you know, it's... People that, that didn't grow up with a similar type of cemetery, <clears throat> just think of a cemetery as big, flat, you know, like that one out in yeah. Greece, where it's just... It's yeah. flat, it's rows, it's blocks... And that's it. But this one, man, it's got hills and valleys oh, and a yeah. pond and and just winding little tracks and it's it, dude, it's so cool. Yeah, of an experience to be there to and take it, pictures. To, to take pictures is amazing because yeah. you can look down, you can look up, you could. There's so much there. Yeah, and there's so much history there yep. as well. So yeah, yeah. I used to go bike riding around oh, around yeah. Mount Hope Cemetery my whole childhood. It yeah. was it's an awesome. It's a cool place to go, which yeah. sounds weird because it's a cemetery, but... I know. But, but yeah, if you've never been, man, just go exploring around there one day. You won't yeah. be disappointed. But it's one of the big things here in Rochester that when you come here... Yeah, you go check out my Someone Hope Cemetery. Someone will tell you about Mount yep. Hope Cemetery. Yep, for sure. All right, so I put this one in here for you. Oh, good. You know, you're Giants fan. Oh, yeah. You know, team sucks. <laughs> you know, Trigger, I figured I'd give you a little, little... A little boost on little this boost. Super Bowl yeah. weekend. So, two-time Super Bowl champion coach of the New York Giants, Tom Coughlin, ah, yes. uh, started his career uh, in yeah. Rochester teaching physical education and coaching the varsity football team at uh, RIT. Okay. Yeah. So you know, Tom Coughlin. Yeah. A Rochester guy. So you know, worked his way up through through Rochester and became like became it. a two-time beat Tom Brady twice. Woo!
0: <clears throat> Love that guy. One of the one of the greatest Super Bowls. To watch.
1: Yeah. Even Tom if you're not, lost.
0: Even if you're not a Giants fan, but yeah.
1: just the you know the My three the... favorite Super Bowls that I've watched in the last um twenty years. Yeah. Well, my four favorite, one when the Packers won, and then three when the Patriots lost. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally my just favorite like Super that. Bowl. What's your favorite Super Bowl? Anyone that's already <laughs> lost. Especially the one where they were undefeated. Mm. Giants will always hold a special place in my heart. The catch. Yeah. Yep. Everyone went crazy. Friggin' then. phenomenal. All right. And so, also sports-related mm-hmm. out of Rochester, um, the man who hit the first home run in a professional baseball game, oh, like the that. very first home run ever hit in a professional baseball game, wow. um, was a man from Rochester, the, the Rochester area, named Ross Barnes in 1876. Ross
0: Barnes? Ross
1: Barnes. First ever professional home run. Eh. So Pretty cool. So you hear about it, you know,
0: the sports world is like, oh, the first home run, Ross Barnes, blah, 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 from Rochester.
1: Yeah. They're like,
0: what? what? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And coincidentally as well with, with baseball, uh, the longest game of baseball ever played. Yeah. Um, or professional baseball game ever played, um, was Rochester Red Wings. Come on. It was 33 innings. It really? Rested. Yeah. Like 1980. I think it was like 1981. Holy shit. Yeah. 33 innings. That's a long game. Yeah, can you imagine that, dude? Just sitting there. <laughs> I mean, I like I like baseball. I played baseball when I was younger, but watching a game—that's mm-hmm. basically like watching four straight games in a row. It gets tough break. You know, you may catch a foul ball here and there,
0: but I've I never caught yeah. a foul ball. I haven't either. I've never mean. even come close. No, me either. And I try to, like, you know, when you go to a Red Wings game,
1: dude, there's so, spots open. So, I'm <laughs> 33 years old, right? I'm 33 <clears throat> years old. I still, if I go to a Red Wings game, mm-hmm. I still bring my glove. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Every time. It's probably a smart move. Yeah, every time, man. Because I just keep holding on to that childhood dream of being like- I got it. And I you never it. you never know. Because, I mean... I'll never catch one. To catch this I'll barehanded? Catch There'll probably be a seven-year-old next to me and I'll have to give the ball up so I don't look <laughs> like a dick on a jumbotron. Just let me get you know? it. Let me get it. Let yeah. me get it. Right. Get out of here, you little bitch. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dad beats me up. <laughs> right. Sorry, dude.
0: Um, so another um, person out of Rochester, Frederick Douglass. He's, um, he's just one of the greatest people... Yeah, he's the man, dude. Ever. Um, Abolitionist uh, Frederick Douglass spent 25 of his most productive years in Rochester, Mm -hmm. which is pretty sweet. Yep. Douglass, an escaped slave, published the, um, about Abolitionist, (laughs) am I saying that right? Yeah, Abolitionist, yeah. (laughs) Newspaper, the North Star, uh, and assisted Harriet Tubman in a dangerous work of helping slaves escape via the
1: Underground Railroad. Yep. Yeah, he so, did so much yeah. during his lifetime. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And it's cool too because when he
0: was in um Washington, I believe, and when he passed away, he came back up here mm-hmm. to Mount Hall Cemetery and is buried up there. Yep. Yeah, and he's real close to Susan B. Anthony too. Yeah. Yep. Which yep.
1: is it's just crazy. Yeah. What them two together have done, oh my God, for the world, it's more than thousands of people combined. It's have done
0: ridiculous. yeah. and then um, a huge thing here, George Eastman, the founder of Kodak. Yeah. Kodak was enormous here. yeah. everyone that you knew, well, back in the day, yeah. worked there, yep yeah. somehow some way. I think my grandfather worked there. Yeah. he um you know. Retired, of course, but they made cameras. um, They made photography available to the masses. Um, He was a lover of architect, music education, gardens, health, and innovation. He was the benefactor of many institutions in Rochester today, including the Eastman School of Music, which also is huge.
1: Yeah, it's why. I mean, it's one of the most well-respected music schools in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, My dad actually went to... Did he? Yeah, I studied flute wow. there for a little while. Well, that's um, why your dad is really good at the flute. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, you know, I mean, there isn't a person... That's ever even been near Rochester that doesn't know the Eastman right. name. You know what I mean? I mean, there's, there's, I mean, half the things in Rochester are named yeah. after George Eastman. Um, he was an amazing philanthropist, and he actually, um, he in his lifetime, he donated over a hundred million dollars towards higher education. A hundred million? A hundred million towards Jeez. higher education. Mostly distributed in right in here in the Rochester oh, that's, area.
0: That's sweet.
1: Um, so today's equivalent. I like these. of a hundred million dollars <laughs> yeah. for him in his time. <laughs> yeah. That's close to two billion dollars in today's money. Wow! Yeah, donated to solely higher education in the Rochester area, and it worked. Which is why you know at all the big colleges and and and, and schools around here, mm-hmm. half the buildings are named after him. Oh, you know, easily. So it's, I mean, you know, as far, as far as doing things for the town that you're in and from, yeah, you know. Nobody really comes close to Eastman and what he did for this. He's pretty much,
0: if it wasn't for um, Colonel Rochester yeah. founding this place, right? He'd
1: probably call, he called <laughs> yeah. Eastman New York. That's what I'm saying because yeah. I with mean George. Maybe we just we in George, <laughs> New York.
2: Yeah. What?
1: Because I mean that dude did a lot for this yeah. Um, city. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Yep, super cool. All right, so check this one out. This one's super cool, right? So, a lab at the University of Rochester is home to the second most energetic fusion laser mm. in the world.
0: That would be so cool to see. Yeah,
1: I have no idea what a fusion laser is. I don't either. Or how it's measured in energy. Mm-hmm. But I just think it sounds cool that we have the second largest in Didn't the world. Didn't we do a story on something? With lasers? I don't, I can't remember, but. No, 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 it was a conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's that atom, that atom thing. Oh, okay, that, that's like, what. That, yeah, 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 that yeah, okay. separates atoms in France or yeah, wherever yeah. hell it is, and they think it's a portal mm-hmm. to the devil yeah, or whatever. That's yeah, what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, but yeah, so I have no idea what the laser is. Um, the, I looked it up, mm-hmm. and I couldn't even get like eight words into the like description that, uh, without being lost about matter. like what it does. I want where it's um, at the U of R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I if we right. could do a little trip and just look at it. Why? So we can look? Well, no. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. But maybe we'll, we'll maybe film it. Yeah. <laughs> we won't. Well, we'll just look dumb all the whole time because we'll be like, we just came to look at it because uh, it looked, sounded cool as hell. Can that. you make it go through? Can you shoot the laser? <laughs> and these dudes in lab coats would be like, them two, out of here. <laughs> Security. Yeah. Come
0: get these bitches. <laughs>
1: I'll have that ludicrous song queued up. Yep. Okay. Also.
0: Boom. <laughs> get out
2: of the way. Who let these hoes in my room? <laughs> All
1: right. Um. So a little bit more on the darker side here of Rochester. Uh, Francis. Fr- Francis. Jesus. Franz- Franzia. I can't even read my own notes. <laughs> France. Oh, my God. God, unbelievable! (laughs) Francis Tumblety. Yep, it only took me five times to figure out how to say that. So it's cool. Maybe Matt can just. edit that out a little bit because I look like an asshole. So Francis Tumblety <clears throat> grew up in Rochester and is one of the main suspects in the Jack the Ripper case. Oh. Yeah, so I mean everybody knows Jack the Ripper. He's oh, a yeah. serial That's killer huge. over in England. Um, so he made frequent trips back and forth between America and England during the timeline of all of the murders. Mm-hmm. So they think that he's that he could have been. He's right near the top of these, like top three wow. suspects from Jack the Ripper. That's crazy. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, and also, a little patriotic here—the okay. Pledge of Allegiance, oh, was written by it. Rochester native Francis Bellamy. So another Francis. So we got one that's a serial killer and one that's mm-hmm. a patriot doing a good deed. Yeah, hmm, for the world, so patriot. Yeah, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Yeah, here you, in Rochester, you remember the whole thing. Um, uh, I pledge allegiance to the flag, to the United, the United States, States of America, to the republic. For which, for which it stands, one, one nation, nation, under God, indivisible, indivisible with, with liberty and justice <laughs> for all. Woo, America! I
0: remember when I was in second grade, there was four classrooms. And each morning, the teacher would pick one of us to go up, and they'd shove a mic in our yep. face. You and we would be like, yep.
1: I pledge <laughs> allegiance."
0: And you know, you couldn't not say it, because they would shove the mic... Yep.
1: Okay. <laughs> yep. Oh God. So yeah, I think that that was a cool thing that we had to do when we were kids. I mean, I'm not going to get into it because it's like a huge firestorm now. Oh yeah, can't because it work. says God and it's like a. Uh, It'll be completely like changed. Propa- you know, then there's people. <laughs> I think it's like propaganda. <sighs> like we're fucking Nazis or something like that. It's so, crazy, it's cool, man. So speaking of,
0: um, you know, here in Rochester, we had a serial killer as well. Yeah. Good old Arthur Shawcross. Yeah. Everyone remembers him. Um, Also known as the Genesee River Killer. Yep. Because that's where he would do all his killings Most, for the most part. Um, He was an American serial killer active in Rochester, New York. His first known murders were in 1972 when he killed a young boy and and a girl in his hometown of Watertown. Yep. And then he wandered his way down here.
1: Yep. Fucker. Crazy. Yeah. It's, uh he's a dick dude and I just made I, a couple they made a couple cool specials about him though
0: I did watch one yeah
1: and it's yeah. cool to see well I mean I guess it's not cool given the context of why they were making the video yeah. but to see the video and uh, the river and the where and he and was, I'm like oh my god I've been there been there yeah used to live three blocks away from there yeah you know what I mean like they went down south Ave at one point point. I was like oh cool I grew up a block away from there yeah. and he used to live right on Alexander Street yeah in that little um, apartment building yeah I mean, that's a mile away from the neighborhood I grew up in. And then, you know, when we're, you know, we would walk
0: by there. Yeah. um, At the time, but, you know. Yeah. It is crazy to see. Yeah. It's nuts. But I thought this one was super, this one changed Rochester for forever, basically. George L. Wanger and Patrick Berry... Forever changed the face of Rochester when they gifted 20 acres to the city in 1888. Mm. So they just gave Rochester, free of charge, 20 acres. 20 acres. <clears throat> that land became the first part of what is known as Highland Park. Ah. Which is, everybody knows oh, Highland yeah. Park. Yeah. <clears throat> um, location for the world-famous Lilac Festival each May.
1: Yep.
0: So, and that's where we got the Flower City, you know. No. Uh, not the the, the the they changed the from Flower yes. City to to the Flower City. Yeah, so, so it, used F- it used to be L- Flower. Oh,
1: yeah, because Flower was Rochester's main production. Okay, <clears throat> because of the Genesee River, they had a bunch of oh, flower mills. Okay, yeah. and then it's it changed when to the Flower City. W E R. Yep, yep. Which most people don't know. I didn't know that Flower City. Yeah, because Rochester was known for making flour, but then. When that industry kinda dried up and the mm-hmm. market took a hit, they switched the name over because of But how crazy is that? Because the Lilac festival, festival is one of the biggest festivals
0: in the I don't want to say world. It's but, the
1: second largest collection of Lilacs mm-hmm. in the world. Oh it is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's
0: it's just huge here. So yeah. but the only the only unfortunate thing is
1: every time this festival comes, it rains. Yeah, that or the (laughs) lilac, or they miss, like, when the lilac, because for for people that don't know about lilacs, they're only in bloom for a very short amount of time. Mm -hmm. It's usually only in a few weeks per year that they're actually in bloom. Um, And you can't really predict it because it's, you know, dependent on weather and and the frost and when it actually warms up and when they start to... So, trying to plan a festival, which usually draws half a million people over, you know, a week's time... Mm -hmm. Trying to plan that out and nail it down right on time is, is nearly impossible. But yeah. I mean for everybody that's in, around or near, you know, upstate New York, I mean everybody knows Highland you know, Highland Park it's and awesome. the Lilaks. I, I personally grew up two blocks away. Yep. Yeah. So in the summer for me, I I mean you I basically smell. grew up with Highland Park as my backyard. You could smell. My right? dad and I used to take our bikes up there yeah. like on, almost on a daily basis and just ride around Highland Park all day. I could probably still mm-hmm. walk around there with my eyes closed right, right. and know pretty much where I was. But that smell of lilacs, to me, my whole, neighborhood, awesome. my whole neighborhood was full of it in the summer. Yeah. And it just... It reminds, it gives me such a nostalgic feeling oh, yeah. when I smell lilac. So if I go to somebody's house and they have a bush in their Ugh. their front yard or they have, you know, a little bit at their <laughs> house or something, I'm like, like, it just makes me think of yeah. childhood and like all those good memories I have. And I, it, I mean, it is like when in full bloom and if you're
0: there, it, it's a beautiful thing oh, to so see. Gorgeous. You know what I mean? Because. You know, Again, there's hills and there's mm-hmm. different angles to see all the lilac
1: bushes and, mm-hmm. you know. Plus down in the park, too, they got all the magnolia trees as yeah. well, which are, I mean, for photographers, it's, well, you know, right. both amateur and professional. I mean, it's, yeah. it's... But how cool is that? They just... That forever oh, changed yeah. Rochester. Yeah. You know? For sure. And it's a, it is a great festival, though. Yeah. It is a lot Bands of and yeah. food Except and... It's up in all the Idiots decide to try and True. whatever, and then they got security around it. Yeah, stupid.
0: But it's still
1: don't screw up our
0: festival, you little dicks. <laughs> it is. Um... It's a uh, world known though.
1: Yeah, people yep. from all over the world go. Yep. All right, so this one's super cool. And so, okay, so if you've watched this show before. Matt and I did a show on Guinness World Records. Yes, we did. And we got super pumped after that show <laughs> and started talking about the possibility of We us can do it! breaking a world record. Now, this one, I think we could take a legitimate shot at. Yeah. Let's okay, so Rochester students lined up 1,036 tacos in an attempt to break the record for longest string of edible tacos. So just lining them up. Yeah. Hmm. a thousand of them we could i mean if we talk to a little local a little local place that does tacos and we're like hey look we're trying to break this world record we're making national we're gonna do a show right (laughs) on it we want you to make the tacos we'll buy them yeah yeah. but then you can be you know featured in this thing 1000 1036 tacos or if we just hit up all the locally owned taco shops in rochester and be like look yeah. We want to put together a coalition of, of taco shops, yeah, yeah, yeah. locally owned, and then break this friggin' world record. We Man, could how do how it. much would they really charge us per taco? We could do that. I mean, the recognition alone. Where would we them, do it, though? Like, just
0: don't ever we'll Do it in Highland Park. <laughs> yeah.
1: For real. We'll line them all down the trails. We'll have people come, and then you can eat a taco. Yep. You gotta pay it's five it. bucks to come see it, as and then you can eat a taco. As soon as
0: they're done lined up.
1: Yeah. Let's eat. Yeah. That one, I mean, that one is definitely doable. 100% doable, dude. I've got to get us 1,000 tacos. We should do like 1,500, though, so we can so people can say, uh, local podcast smashes yeah, yeah, taco right. world record. You know what I mean? And just get one drink podcast in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what we do. So if we that get some sweet. wax paper and lay it all out so that we can put the tacos on it so some people don't have to like eat the tacos yeah. off the ground or whatever. We can get it printed with One Drink, Lo- one drink Podcast logo oh, yeah. on the wax paper. I like this. Yeah, That's a record that is definitely... Dude, we could get in and out of this thing for like a, a thousand bucks. I like it. I'm in. We need a thousand bucks so if you'd like to donate <laughs> to us, um, some, uh, send us an email to uh, one drink pod at gmail.com. Thanks. Yes. <clears throat> we only need a thousand bucks. That'd be great, though. Dude, dude, it'd be so sweet. Okay, so, also, <laughs> uh, America's only antique carousel that's still at its original location mm-hmm. is here in Rochester, and Ontario Beach Park. Ah, yeah. And everybody knows that one. Yes. So, obviously, it's not the only antique one, but it's the only one in America that is still where it started. That thing is old. Yeah, so it, it, it got built for that location. It was installed mm-hmm. there, and it has never been moved. Wow. Yeah, super cool. That is crazy. Not my favorite carousel of all time, though. No, no, no. My I favorite mean, it's one definitely was definitely old. At, you can um, tell. Um, the mall in Rondequoit. Oh, the double... The double-decker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're The double-decker one. I think that
0: changed the game of carousels. Yeah, double-decker one. When that, that mall changed. opened, you know, you drive by, and it's right
1: there. Mm-hmm. You see the double, you're like,
0: oh, my God...
1: So, I went down a little rabbit hole with this whole carousel thing, because I was like, <laughs> What's is doing? it really the only one? What's the just... most extreme? So, I found a double-decker, and then I got I started thinking about the double-decker and going there with my grandma, and I was like, dude, I wonder if any of these are for sale, and how much is a carousel? I found a double-decker for sale. It's fucking half a million dollars! Half a million dollars! Wow. For a carousel! I was like, well, I'm never going to have my childhood <laughs> uh, memory back. Ever? Check, check what I got out right. back. Dude, I just bought a carousel. <laughs> Yo, you want to help me move a carousel? What? Uh, Everybody take damn. a horse. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so what Rochester is really famous for, one of, mm. is in 1918, Alexander Tahoe opened a restaurant in Rochester called Hots and Potatoes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, beginning of the garbage plate. It's. Uh, so, I didn't know that it went back this far. Yeah. So, later on, his son, Nick, Nick Tahoes, took over and um, patented the name Garbage Plate, and it's,
1: it's a staple here. Dude, okay, so, <clears throat> everybody that's watching this that's from the Rochester area, or oh. basically Western New York, knows yep. what a Garbage Plate is. Yeah. For those of you that don't know... Let us explain real quick. So you take a plate, <laughs> yeah. and then on one side of the plate, you mm-hmm. put mac salad. On mm-hmm. the other side of the plate, you put some potatoes. Now, it can be fries. It can be tater tots. Yep. It can be grilled potatoes, basically like hash brown or um, home fries yeah, yeah. on one side. And then you take two uh, cheeseburger patties, and you put that on top in the middle. And then you take meat hot sauce, mm-hmm. which is a Rochester thing as well, yep. and you layer that all over the top of that. And then you add some um, diced onion. Yep. And then a little mustard. Boom. Garbage plate. Garbage plate. The end. Thank you, (laughs)
0: Tahoe family. Yes. Have you... Now, I normally get these, you know, after a night of drinking. Correct. You know, which is... Correct. But sometimes I get them, you know, just because you get a craving for them sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, It's funny, when I'm drinking... I finish the whole thing.
1: Oh, every time. And the bread. Oh, yeah. When I'm not drinking, half. I'm just like, God. Half, so much food.
0: But it tastes so good still, you know. It doesn't never lose that. So, um, I had a friend um, that lived in Florida. I went to Florida, visited, and, you know, we're talking, and it was his friends from Florida, and the garbage plate got brought up, and they're like, what? No clue what it was. What? What is that? Oh, you know we just did? And he's like, really? Yeah. He's like, that's that's a big thing up there? I was like...
1: That, that is the thing. You yeah, yeah. I was like, here. you
0: never had one? You know, he's like, I've never had a garbage plate. And I was just like, oh my just God. blows your mind when
1: people say that. It's because such it's, a simple yeah. recipe, you know? And it's such a big thing. I mean, from... I, I can't even remember the first time I had one. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's been my whole life has been plates. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when someone doesn't know what it is, you're like... What? Wait a minute. What? It's just so awkward. Like, I immediately want to just make one oh, for somebody when they don't know exactly. what it is. So
0: I went to see a comedian, Jim Gaffigan. You know, he's pretty famous. He uh, came here. The first thing he did... let get a garbage
1: plate. He's like, I heard about this Rochester garbage plate. I had to get one, yep. you know, and so... And I mean, everybody, You. it's hard to go somewhere in Rochester that doesn't serve their own version yeah. of a plate. Now, nobody can call it... A garbage plate, because Tahoe yeah. has it, Patent. has it, you know, trademarked and copyrighted and all that stuff. So, yeah. it, 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 people just call it whatever they want to, like the, the diner plate. that I work on. It's it's the Quimby's plate. Yeah. So, but most people just say a plate. Yeah. So it's hard to go anywhere in Rochester without getting yeah. a plate. And everybody's got their favorite
2: mm-hmm.
1: plates. Mine is not Nick Tahoe's, but I do love, yeah, a good plate. And it's crazy too because.
0: You think, oh, I could just go anywhere in the world and open up one of these and it'll be a success, right? It's not. It's not. Because um, a radio host that I
1: listened to, he said that someone tried it where they lived Uh failed miserably. Failed miserably. I know. I mean, but there are some extremely successful ones in Florida. Mm. However, Florida has a huge transplant population from the Northeast. So garbage plates from up here. You get a couple of people that know about them in a little area that you're living in. They're like, oh my God, you got to come with me to try this. Yeah. So it'll work some places, but it's not a guaranteed thing everywhere. But they're so good, regardless. Yeah. And even the Red Wings. Yeah,
0: they have garbage plate um, uniforms sometimes. Yep. All the sports um, um, teams around here do garbage plate plate game
1: stuff. yeah. Yeah, It's crazy. It's crazy. I love it. Alright, my last little grouping, yep. this is all I got. Uh, America's first thermometers were manufactured in Rochester in Come 1851 on. by David Kendall and George Taylor.
0: Thermometers. Yeah.
1: Not invented here, but the first ones the first thermometers that were manufactured yeah, yeah. here in Rochester. Super cool. Wow. Um, going back to dentists, because oh we my. had so we had the first gold tooth, the first dentist chair was designed in Rochester. What? Yeah. I wonder if they knew each other. Wow! Like, hey, I found a cool chair. Hey, I made a gold tooth. Hey, put it, put the person in this (laughs) chair, and put a gold tooth in his mouth. It's that easy. We should go into business, right? And then they were probably like, "Yo, we should start a podcast. (laughs) Call it One (laughs) Tooth." A podcast we talk about one tooth and one chair. Yeah. Oh my god! Fantastic! It's so easy. Oh yeah. Yep, and finally one of my favorite characters from a tv show um i guess secondary characters really are supporting actors whatever you want to call it so one of my favorite shows is dexter Mm -hmm. um thought it was a great show in the second or third season uh the trinity killer was in it played by john lithgow Ah. um the guy's great yeah Uh, he's from rochester
0: harry and the hendersons
1: yeah yeah, I mean Don Quixote, Third Rock from the Sun. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Dexter. I mean, he's been in he's been in so many different. things. He actually
0: just came back and um, shot
1: a little movie at Sticky Lips. Oh, really? Yep. No shit. Or a cool. scene at yeah. Sticky Lips. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, John Lithgow, one of my one of my favorite uh, non discreet actors. He's been around for a while. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, um, a couple other
0: like. Um, Famous people out of Rochester that made it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Sluman, the golfer. Yep. You know, I played at his golf course. That's cool. John Wallace, you yep. know, the basketball player? Yep. I played against him at the Charlotte Beach where the carousel yeah. is. Did you get smoked? Smoked. Smoked. Yep. Our team was very short. <laughs> I mean, they beat us, like, in 10 minutes. <laughs> um, Abby Wambach, huge soccer player. Yep. Um, gold medalist, gold medalist. I actually played her in basketball at her house. Yeah, did you get smoked too? I was dating. Yep.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I got smoked by her as well. So you got smoked in basketball by a female soccer player. Yes. Awesome. Whooped. Why? <laughs> wasn't even
0: fun. um John Jones, the MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. He was from here. Ty Diggs. He's been to
1: Quimby's. Has he? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How cool was that? Super He's a cool. big dude. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah. a big dude. His cousin still comes in. <clears throat> cool. Um
0: Dominic Bazelli. So, he's a younger professional golfer now. He's ranked in the top I want to say the top 50. He's right from here. He's from Pittsburgh. Actually, my friend Sarah knows him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um Tay Diggs. Yep. Luke Harper, a wrestler.
1: Uh Philip Sehorn, he just passed. Yeah. Luke Harper. Yep. Yeah. That, that was cool. sad. Yeah. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman Yep Also passed He was huge Also very sad Yeah
0: Huge Lou Graham of course mm-hmm. um, Joy Wave They were Been around A couple years A the band They're pretty popular Seen them locally At the Roller um, Hangover They got a lot of Hits on the radio Nice And Matthew and Oliver
2: Oh from one... of One Drink
1: Podcast <laughs> Arguably the most famous people to ever come out of Rochester. Clearly. clearly. Up and coming um, up and coming. Superstars. Superstars in the podcast world. Watch out, Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) Coming for that ass. Your 150 billion views. Uh, So yes, that is our show on the Rochester Um our city of Rochester. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh you know, we we always go over local stuff. Um, actually we got a couple of shout outs for, mm-hmm. for some local business owners We sure do. Um, that we know. Um, but I, you know, it's, I love this city yeah. as much as I hate this. Everybody loves and hates their hometown yep. for various different reasons, but it's obviously a, a city that's full with cultural heritage. Yeah. It's awesome people have come out of here. There are some awesome people that currently live here and I have no doubt that this city will continue to churn out. And it's crazy since
0: we so have things. entered into this podcast world, um, the local support that Rochester has for small businesses, mm-hmm.
1: regardless of what you do, yeah. it is huge on yeah. supporting small businesses. Yes, yeah, big time. Small businesses, local artists, local Anything. craftsmen, local... It's just... It's a and that's what community com- built on local. Yeah. And it, and it rubbed off on us. Oh,
0: yeah. You know, for what we do, mm-hmm. you know? That's how... I don't want to say that. that's why we started the show, but that was one of our focuses was to always mention a small business or yep. anything, yeah. anything local. Yeah. doesn't matter what you do.
1: Yep. And so, you <laughs> know, I mean, in honor of our of our local show here, yeah, we want to throw a shout out uh, to Rome Cafe on yep. uh, Park Ave, um, Blossom Road Pub on the corner of Winton Blossom, um, and also Three Heads Brewery, oh, yeah. uh, the second largest craft brewery in the state. I love their beer. Yeah, me too. So good. Yeah, great places. But Rome and Blossom, two of my absolute favorite places to go yep. in town. Um, different vibes for both places. One's like a chill pub mm-hmm. style um, at Blossom. And then, um, you know, Rome has got some amazing food. Um, cool little bistro right on Park yeah. Ave. It's, a, it's an amazing place.
0: So we also have Iron Smoke yep. Brewery. Uh, my friend owns that. Her and her husband. Locks Bar.
1: Yep. Everyone knows Lux. Everybody I mean, knows Lux. Yeah, uh, the Bug Jar. Yeah, huge for the music scene. Huge for local music. Yep. Any any bands that have really come out of Rochester?
0: Yeah,
1: you know have have you know made their bones at the Bug Jar. Yeah, um, um, Love Hate Tattoo. Yep. and Pyramid Tattoo. Yep. both.
0: You know when you come to Rochester, they're always like, oh, we're gonna get a tattoo. Yep. they're in the top.
1: You know, yep. people. Oh, and them. to throw out a, a smaller one too. um... Uh, one of my oldest friends. Um, I actually went to elementary school with him. Nice. Um, his name's Austin. Um, he owns Vintage Electric Tattoo. Nice. Um, and Adrian, our guest from a couple of seasons ago, mm-hmm. uh, just got a half sleeve done oh. over there. So, yep, yep. And then there's also the Bodega. The yes. Cadillac of corner The store. Cadillac of Corner Stores. <laughs> the Bodega. Uh so yeah. um, I love the name of that place and I love the reference to the Cadillac of Corner yeah. It just it just says exactly what it is. Like yep. there's nothing else that needs to be said. And then of course Gods and Gladiators. Yep. Alex he's, um
0: he's well known into the mm-hmm. Rochester scene. Yeah. So. Yep. Those are a few
1: of our shout outs. I mean there's yeah. A oh, I can't points. forget one. I almost forgot one. I almost forgot one. So my wonderful fiance, Jackie, um, started up a new business. Yeah. She um, started up a group. It's called Wellness Rebels with Jax. Um, she goes over everything from personal and mental health to um, guides on eating healthier and living a healthier lifestyle. It's, it's a great it's group. An, it's, it, I mean, it's an overall wellness group. Um, so if you're looking for a boost in morale, self-confidence... Um, a way to change the way you think about food itself and what it does and where it comes from. And she is huge on supporting local farms, oh, yeah. um, you know, and and all that kind of stuff. Check her out on Facebook, uh, Wellness Rebels with Jax. It's a good group, too, because
0: <clears throat> everyone on there or in the group, it's just all about positivity. Yeah. It's
1: supportive and it's
0: it's... You need so... It's huge nowadays because, you yeah. know, There is a lot of, you know, depression, anxiety, whatever, but this group, you could, you know, it's,
1: it's a very positive thing that she's doing. Yeah. And it's, it's a wonderful little community that she's building. Um, Everybody in the group um, from near and far are helpful and supportive and understanding and willing to listen. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a great group. I'm in the group and I have chatted with other people that I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was all a positive thing. Yeah. So and it's nice because you know it's, it's you know it's non-judgmental and it's just, it just a it's, it's just a great group. I'm glad she started it. I yeah. Mean, for sure. There needs to be a lot more groups like that. Yep. For sure. But yep. Yeah. So, but anyways, guys, thank you again so much for all of the support. Thank yes. you to all of our local supporters mm-hmm. um, and those far away. Uh, if you haven't been to Rochester before love to have you come check it out. Yes. We'd love to go get a garbage plate with you. What? Don't forget you can check out our live shows every other Saturday. You can check out our history shows every Monday and these full-length shows on uh, YouTube. Yes. Also, if you'd like to listen to us on the go, check us out on all major platforms, including mm-hmm. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google, mm-hmm. and Amazon, as we are so fortunate and so thankful to now be a part and yeah. be on all those major platforms. We are everywhere now. Yeah but it's all literally it's all from you guys supporting us over this journey yeah we're we're here to stay a lot of fun a lot of fun so look out podcasting (laughs) world this one drink ain't done yet (laughs) nope all right guys till next time see you cheers
0: greetings gladiators this is alex i just wanted to say thank you for supporting one drink podcast they are a couple of friends of mine that are supporting me and uh they help me sell my monoprints These are my mono prints. I make all these to be unique. They are all one of one. So when I print them, I make sure my graphics are laid down in different spots every time. And these thick hoodies all get the headpiece. So that's pretty cool, I think. Cheers to that. Um, Also, I just wanted to let you know there is a discount code for you guys, 1drink. If you punch that in as you're checking out, you get 15% off. So I will see you soon, and thanks again for the love. Peace.